Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. It is a Saturday, but I have bad news for you. Christopher is not with me today, and the reason for that, I'm recording this on a Friday afternoon. Chris is at work, thought about waiting until this evening to record, but then that's kind of a gamble because Roman might not cooperate, and then I'd be freaking out, and I want us to have just a chill evening and not me worrying about recording, so that means I'm doing it solo, but Chris will be back next week. I'll make sure that we do it next Thursday when he is off. I think I shared this before, but he has started taking Thursdays off so that I have a little bit more flexibility on Thursdays with my work. And this past Thursday, I was like, oh, perfect. We can record an episode. But we had to meet with our contractor about the next phase of renovation. And then the day just got away from us. So before we dive into your questions, if you haven't heard me say this, you're going to want to listen up. Starting September 1st, so if you're listening to this in the future, I'm referring to September 1st, 2021, I am going to be launching a totally free one-month challenge to help you make progress towards any type of goal that you have. And the way that it works is I'm going to be sharing one transformational question every single day for the month of September. So this is an email-based challenge. The questions will go out via, via email, but I'd love to use the Facebook uh, group, the Primal Potential Facebook group, to discuss them for anybody who's up for that. So I'm going to put the link to join that free challenge in the show description, okay? So it starts September 1st. Uh, You won't get anything from me about it until September 1st, but it's totally free. So why not join me? Today, we are giving away Relief Plus. And the reason we're doing that is because I just ordered this for myself for two reasons. So it's an all-natural anti-inflammation supplement. Um, Inflammation kills. It is the origin of almost every disease known to man. And I'm not a fan of things like aspirin or, you know, over-the-counter anti-inflammatory kinds of things. Um, So I take this supplement that is all natural ingredients that help to either control or reduce inflammation. This is kind of our go-to when we have headaches. However, recently I've had a little bit more joint pain and I don't know if it's related to pregnancy or it's related to weight gains during pregnancy or getting back into working out or all of the above, but I just ordered a couple bottles for us because we were a little low. Chris usually keeps one in his truck for when he gets a headache. Um, So that's what we're going to be giving away today. And I will announce the winner at the end of today's episode. Stay tuned for that. All right. The first question says, I would love advice on how to limit social media. I find I get so much encouragement and healthy perspectives from Primal Potential and other various health and fitness social media pages, but it is to the point of being addicting. I end up feeling regretful for having spent an embarrassing amount of time on social media as well as the ridiculous purchases I have made because I saw it on social media. It is so conflicting. How do I find the balance between positive aspects and the negative? So, what I would say here is give yourself some parameters, right? One, when it comes to 
food choices, one of the helpful parameters that I had gave myself years ago was the golden rules of carbs and fat loss. I can have starch and sugar, right? I'm not referring to vegetables. I eat vegetables liberally throughout the day. But like starch and sugar is no big deal. I just don't want to have it without parameters. And so in episode 195, I describe those parameters when my goal is fat loss. Parameters work for absolutely everything. I shared, you know, to talk about this whole thing of frivolous purchases from social media, I recognized that I was having a lot of impulse buying primarily from Instagram while I was breastfeeding, right? Because you're sitting there and there's nobody to talk to and I'd be scrolling Instagram and oh my gosh, cute sweatshirt. (laughs) I have like, you know, packages coming every day. So I gave myself a parameter that unless I have read a book for a certain amount of time, I can't buy. So I, I can buy it, but I have to read first. And if I've read, cool. So that's an example of one parameter. You can give yourself a time of day parameter. Social media is totally cool, but not before 5 p.m., not before noon, whatever it is. Give yourself some parameters. I took Facebook off my phone. One of the best things that I have done, I did that, I think, when I was maybe right after Dagny was born. Um, but it was so, so helpful. I don't know what that parameter is for you. It might be totally fine on social media, but not more than an hour a day, or totally fine on social media, but not after 9 p.m. to avoid that late night up lost in Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, you name it. Give yourself some parameters. We have parameters in so many other things, like maybe some couples have a parameter that, hey, if you're going to spend more than $1,000, ask me first. We've found parameters to be successful in many other areas of life. Just establish some for social media, and then from there, it becomes a practice. All right, this next question's a little bit long. I might kind of shorten it a little bit. I don't know. I haven't read through it all the way yet, but it's about fasting. Uh, It says, I'm hearing and reading a lot of conflicting information from different sources on fasting and really uh, struggling to wrap my head around whether or not it would be right for me. Some say it can be a significant stressor on your body, overly disruptive uh, to female hormones, while others swear there are many benefits. If my main priority right now is to lose fat while also limiting stressors to my body, would this be the right strategy for me to incorporate it? If so, what is the right strategy? Are there an ideal number of hours, ideal number of days per week? Do you have to make sure you're consuming enough calories? Obviously, yes, right? Whether you're fasting or not, you need to make sure you're fueling your body appropriately. In terms of is it good for fat loss, is it not good for fat loss, are there benefits? There are absolutely benefits. One of the big ones is what's called autophagy or programmed cell death. Fasting has been shown, this is indisputable, that it can help your body eliminate unhealthy cells. So if we're talking about anti-aging, is fasting a good strategy for anti-aging? Yes. But for anybody that's looking for a, is it good, is it not good, black and white, you're going to be bummed to hear me say, the answer is going to be different for everybody. And the reason I say that is, I've said before, I've done a number of episodes on fasting. If you want to know more about fasting, go to primalpotential.com, search fasting, you'll see a bunch of episodes and blogs. If you are not consistent in fueling your body well, Meaning, if you are not somebody who is free from binging, free from yo-yo dieting, free from all or nothing, restrict, overindulge, don't fast because you've got to get consistent with the basics first. I like to think of it as like an advanced strategy, not a fat loss advanced strategy, just a nutritional advanced strategy, regardless of your purposes. You must master being consistent first. In CrossFit, there is this uh, acronym MCI. 
MCI, and it stands for Mechanics Consistency Intensity. And what it means is you always start with the mechanics. Can you do the movement well? Then you go to consistently. Am I doing it well consistently? And then it's intensity. Then you do it faster or then you do it under load, meaning like weight bearing. But it always starts with the mechanics. And the same thing is true with nutrition. If you are somebody who is still overindulging, like the quality of your food is not consistently great, or uh, you're over-consuming, so maybe you're making really healthy choices, but you overeat regularly, you need to start there, all right? Don't even worry about like, should I fast, should I not fast? Mechanics first. Fasting is an advanced nutritional strategy, and it's not for everybody. What I see happen a lot of times in clients that I'm working with or people that message me is they'll do intermittent fasting and then they overeat later. Like, oh, well, because my eating window is now shortened, I've got to shove everything in my face, and they actually end up overeating. So are there benefits to fasting? Absolutely. Does that mean it is right for you? No. Do you need to fast? No. Can you fast? Sure, but not until you are consistent, right? Not until you are consistent. Okay, the next question says, how do you overcome female bias in a corporate world? I don't work in a corporate world. I used to. I would say be really good. Be really good and don't have a story in your mind that you're at a disadvantage because of your gender or because of your age or because of anything else. If you, ha- if you go into it with the notion that like I'm being discriminated against because of my age or because of my size or because of my gender or anything like that, you're operating with a chip on your shoulder. Just be great. Just go learn, volunteer to take on new things, ask the ways that you can help and support other people, take initiative, and read the book so good they can't ignore you. If this is something that you're worried about, read the book, So Good They Can't Ignore You. I don't remember the name of the author off the top of my head. Okay, this next question makes me smile. It says, what don't you like about the Peloton? So if you're like, what is that? Peloton is like a bike. It is a stationary bike that has a computer screen where all these classes and there's a Peloton app where there's exercises and stuff off the bike and all of that. Uh, I have a Peloton. I got it when I was pregnant with Roman, like early in my pregnancy with Roman. Well, not super early, maybe like five months pregnant or so. Um, And I've said before on the podcast that I don't like it. I still use it every once in a while, but I don't like it. The reason is a few things. Number one, I'm not a fan of straight cardio workouts. So running, biking, ellipticaling, any of that. It's just, I'm not a fan of it. I am a much bigger fan of weightlifting. I think that it's better for health. I think that it's better for body composition. I think it's better for fat loss and I just enjoy it more. So that's one reason. Um, that's probably the biggest reason really. And yeah, I, I, the way that I like to do exercise is lifting heavy things and moving really quickly and typically combined. So moving really quickly while lifting heavy things, just because I believe that it is better for all facets of health. Just, just personal preference. A few more questions here. How do you tune out the haters or the feeling of embarrassment or disapproval? So I definitely get my fair share of just crappy comments. And one of the things that I like to remind myself is that if somebody is going to communicate either disrespectful things or communicate things in a disrespectful way, it probably says 
more about them than it does about me, right? So my mom used to say to me growing up, like, do you want the fruit off of their tree? And what she meant by that was, like, do you want to live the kind of life that they're living? Do you want the kind of results that they have? And and it's, I always kind of question taking advice from people if I don't want the fruit off their tree. So like if somebody is like flat broke, I'm probably not going to take financial advice from them, that sort of thing. Uh, if somebody has a really crappy relationship, I might not take relationship advice from them. And so when I get feedback from somebody who can't deliver it nicely or who uh, says things that are just immature, unkind, unprofessional, I, I hear myself saying like, do I want the fruit off their tree? Because when it comes to who I'm going to take advice from, it's either going to be somebody I love and care about, or it's going to be somebody who at a bare minimum can communicate well. And if they can't communicate well, then they're probably not the kind of person that I want to take advice from, right? And then there's a couple other things. Let me think, what are some other strategies that I have when people are just like hateful? One of the other strategies that really helps me a lot is looking for the value in what they said. Even if there's a lot of flaws in what they said, even if there's things that aren't true in what they said, even if the way that they said it is like terrible. If somebody like last week, somebody messaged me because the audio quality on the Q&A I did with Chris was crap. The first half was really low. The second half was really high. And they basically sent a message like, you have been doing this long enough. You should have this together by now, blah, 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 blah. And their delivery sucked. You know, not, to be perfectly honest, not somebody I want to be friends with if that's the way they communicate when they're unhappy about something. But I asked myself, okay, set aside how they said it. Is there anything that I can learn from this? And it was like, yeah, so what happened was the audio kind of cut out and we had to restart halfway through the podcast and I should have done another sound check. Like, that's just an easy, you know what, that person is right on that, that I could have taken an extra 15 seconds and recognized the issue before the episode was done. So is there anything in it that you can learn from? So that's sort of tuning out the haters. And then the second part of this question is um, the feelings of embarrassment or disapproval. How do you tune out any feelings of embarrassment or disapproval? Well, so when I feel like, I don't know if I want to say this, or I don't know if I want to be on camera, people might criticize the way that I look, this, that, or the other thing, I tell myself to remove me from the center of the story, because I'm not doing this for me. I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for somebody else. So if I have myself at the center of the story, then I'm less likely to be able to help somebody because I'm making it about me. I'm making it about my insecurity. I'm making it about my own uncomfortability. So remove yourself from the center of the story. If you are doing something, trying something, it's about who you're serving, who you're helping. If you're starting a business, if you are uh, asking people to join you in something, Remove yourself from the center of the story, and that goes such a long way. The next question says, on your bad days, whether it's physical or emotional, how do you get yourself out of it? So I think there's a difference between getting yourself out of a bad mood and letting the bad mood influence your decisions. So I always tell myself, you guys have heard me say this a million times, you'll read about it in my next book, it comes out in October. The feeling can ride with me, but it can't drive. So I can have a bad emotional day, but that doesn't have to 
make my decisions for me. I don't need to get out of a negative funk in order to make great decisions. I can be in a funk, a bad place, and make great decisions. Just this morning, I was texting Chris um, because I'm recording this on the 20th. And I, I texted Chris. He was at work. And I said, can you believe that it was one year, five months ago today that Dagny died? Because it honestly feels like, I mean five hours ago, five minutes ago. And sometimes I have a really hard time with the fact that it's getting so further, so much further away for everybody else, but it still feels as acute and as constant to me. And I still think about Dagny a million times a day, if not more. And so I was texting him and I was like, I'm just really, really sad. And I really, really miss her. And I would give anything to be able to go back and find a way to save her life. And I hate that we have to do life without her. So I would classify this as, as a bad day from that, from that standpoint. But that doesn't mean that I'm limited in any way in how I choose. I don't have to end that crappy feeling to make great choices. I got my workout in being in a bad mood being sad. I smiled and had fun with Roman while being really sad. You know, these things are, it's not one or the other. It's not either we're in a bad place or we're in a good place. We can kind of carry both. We can be in a bad place and make great choices. So there are ways to change your mood, right? I always say it's a focus before it's a feeling. So I'm feeling sad about Dagny when I am focused on her death, when I am focused on things that happened, when I'm focused on that she's not here. But if I change my focus, I can change my feeling. I can focus on um, the two new goats that we're bringing home in a couple weeks. I can focus on the trip that we're taking soon. I can focus on any number of different things. And when you have a different focus, you'll have a different feeling. I can focus on gratitude. I can focus on the last thing that made me laugh really hard. That's one of the things that I do when I'm really pissed off at Chris is I ask myself, like, when's the last time that he made me laugh really hard. And then I like vividly in as much detail as possible, go through that in my mind. Or when was the last time that he made me feel special? And I go through that in vivid detail. But if you change your focus, you'll change your feeling. All right, one more question, and then I'm going to give away relief plus. What is the best way to remind yourself of a new habit until it's a habit? So I use the Change Makers Journal for this because I don't rely on my memory. There's too many other things that come into my day competing for my attention. Even if I start out with the strongest conviction, with the greatest intentions, there's too much going on. So when I use the Change Makers Journal, the way that it works is, and this, this is just how I do it, right? There's other ways. We'll talk about that in a second. But there's like one primary goal for a month. And for that primary goal... I establish three action steps. They can be teeny tiny, the smaller the better, really, for that goal that I'm going to do every single day. And then there's three other areas of life investment. And I check those off. There's little boxes for each one. So, And it's also my to-do list for the day that's on on a separate page. So I have that and I'm working off it all day long. I see it and I'm holding myself accountable. Like I know the things that I need to do today. And in addition to recording this podcast and paying my American Express bill and all of that other stuff, I also have to get in my workout. I also have to, whatever it is that is your habit, 
I know that's my list that I'm working off for the day. So whether for you that's a post-it or uh, you have a to-do list that you work off on your computer or you have a different agenda or you use the change maker's journal, treat it the same as if you had to remember to call your doctor and schedule a doctor's appointment, right? The difference is you're just doing it every single day. Have it on however you keep yourself organized. And if you're not keeping yourself organized, find a way to do that. For me, that's the change maker's journal. It's the easiest way. I, I developed it because I was in a funk. I was in a rut and I was finding that I wasn't making good use of my time and I needed to get back to executing, executing professionally, executing personally. And, and that's what, what does it for me. But treat it the way you would treat something that you had to remember to do that day. Because we do that all the time. We're already programmed to do that. We already have that skill set. All right, so as I get ready to announce the winner for today's episode, I want to remind you, September 1st starts our free month-long challenge. I'm going to be sending out one question per day. These are transformative questions that are going to help you achieve. And the winner of Relief Plus is at Setting Sarah Free. At Setting Sarah Free, email me, Elizabeth at primalpotential.com. Tell me that you are the winner for episode 908. Include your mailing address, please, please, please. And then that way, no matter where in the world you live, I will send this out to you. And you can win. There's three ways. Number one, leave a review of this podcast on whatever app you listen on. Uh, Number three, no. That's number one. Number two, leave a review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon. Or number three, post on Facebook or Instagram. Make sure to tag me an episode of this show that you are listening to or an episode of this show that you have loved. Share that out. Tag me in it and you might win next week. But at Setting Sarah Free, congratulations. Email me within 60 days from this episode. Let me know you were the winner of episode 908. Include your mailing address. Guys, if you have questions that you want to hear me dive into on the podcast or topics, they don't even have to be questions, let me know and we will make it happen. And Chris will be back with me next week. Take care, guys. Have a great day. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.